even you shut Wait, are we up. recording? Yeah. yeah. What? Oh. Yeah, shut it. Yeah, shut. Shut you your sh- mouth. Shut your mouth. Your beautiful mouth hole. You, you, sh- <laughs> you shut that beautiful mouth hole. Shut it up. Shut. I'll give you somewhere to shut it. You shut it up or I'll shut it up for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, Will's going to yeah. get nasty. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, Who guys. Knows? Welcome to episode 114 of Fixuator's Land Party Podcast. The one in which we throw away our morals that are surrounding iMessage. We'll get into that, apparently, because <laughs> that's a thing that everyone uh, wants to get into here. Um, the one in which we talk about board games a little bit we'll talk about whatever you want beautiful the one in which we discuss god of war but not spoiler cast it but sort of like hint at it really strongly maybe it's Uh, the one maybe it's the one in which we talk about um how great star wars episode one is still we did that last week yeah but we're gonna do it again because it's amazing also the one we talk about overwatch there's a whole lot there's a lot coming stay stay here don't change the channel this is a good episode it's like slow news time kind of super i mean i've got stuff but yeah there's a decent there was a decent i texted you guys about a whole bunch of stuff i want to talk about that steam thing like I haven't done mm-hmm. any, I haven't done any daily bites. Well, I, I mean, good, if you I have a good amount it, for the Tony probably bit. still hasn't received it. So. <laughs> it's, still, it's, it's still waiting to send to me on SMS. Yeah, it's still chilling out in the friggin' world of AT and T cell towers. All I'm saying is, if your if your messages are green, get out of my life because I I, li- I literally don't have time. I don't have time. Says, Nobody says, has time for that. Says the person who who's thinking about switching. That was before well, I knew that. Text that was before we knew so exactly how awful it is to go back to SMS. Then don't, crap. then then don't use text messaging. Use a different app. Oh yeah, let me just uh, go ahead and rework my life around some, this one person I want to chat to. Go in a get different some app. stamps and write you a letter. It's yeah, quicker. dude, let me get you a friggin' Fine. pigeon that just goes to your house. Do it. That'll Again, just get me. Give me. <laughs> that'll give me. Give me, <laughs> give me a fucking pigeon. Do it. <laughs> Because that's about as effective. Two cups I'm send you and a tubes. really long string, and we're just gonna make a telephone. Okay, yeah, that sounds let's fine. Do it. Fuck. Remember, I'm we just gonna talk to you on Twitter. Remember, we can use Slack. What happened to that? I'm just gonna. We had a Slack channel. We, we did. We still have a Slack channel. We do. I use, sl- I use yeah. Slack every day at work, and it's on my what phone. What the hell? We could always do that because I'm on I mean, Slack all day. I am on Slack all day, but I kind of don't want that because I already follow like three I different threads. I spend enough time in Slack. That's like my yeah, business world, man. That's, that's true. That's not my fun I mean, world. That's can, not where I. That's keep, not my shit posting world. We can keep using Allo. This is my shit post world. If that's how you say it. We could do that. Allo. Or you could just put your SIM card back in your iPhone 10. Like a normal uh, human being. I know. I could. You can. I will. I will tolerate this experience phone. for you for a week. But anything more than a week, I'm not going to be happy with. Can I have your phone if you're done with it? Yeah, give me that iPhone 10, bro, because you're not using it. I've got a 7. Come on. Wifey needs an upgrade. Let's go. <laughs> no. <clears throat> we were talking about how you're like yeah, go the ahead most and put it in that drawer. person on the planet. Like, we know exactly what happened. You were sitting at work, and you had like five <laughs> minutes of downtime. <laughs> and the thought popped into your head that <laughs> oh my sim card will work in an android phone and then without even like an afterthought of the consequence you had taken it out of your iphone 10 and put it, it right, right into your into that nexus phone. 5x and then all of a sudden your text messages didn't work and you were like oh this is 
on the other side of the cool person fence dude you had scale, no regard for the uh, way that this is an impact our friendship and i for that i'm i'm just i'm shocked on a scale of dead accurate to nine eleven was an inside job <laughs> how, how accurate am I? dead accurate you're pretty accurate i, I mean, knew it <laughs> i mean so so it actually start, it actually because like i told you I've, I've been thinking about switching for a while and uh, I forgot that I had this, that this Android that I had at work uh, that was in my desk drawer. Nobody knows where this Android phone came from, by the way. Not anymore. Oh. Uh, I didn't realize it was a it was a, a 5x, and I was like, oh well, you know, it can actually it can run the latest version of Android, which I already had installed. Mm. So I was like, let me give it, let me take a first spin, see what I think. And I actually I really like it. Like it's a really cool phone. Uh, it's a really great operating system. I customized the, like the shit out of everything. Um, but iMessage is going to be a bit of a snag for me. I don't know how I'm going to get around that. I don't know, B. That's the reason I'm still on iPhone. That honestly. is the, That's we're in a walled garden. Reason. That's the one reason I still use iPhone is because it's iMessage. And we are in a walled so garden. Best. It's and the it's only way to so communicate good. with other humans. So, <laughs> I don't so even use my mouth sounds stupid. anymore. I just iMessage. Mm-hmm. So stupid. One app, man. This is the only time I open my mouth. All you know what? It's a genius podcast. move on Apple's part to keep it that is. locked up. Because <laughs> yeah, seriously... It's funny. Remember when they were like, FaceTime is going to be an open API. And that shit and they were never like, happened. Kidding. They were like, JK, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were smart to do that, though. Honestly. I mean, this this workaround app may work, but I'd have to keep my Mac Pro on all the time. And I don't want to do that. I don't have to keep oh, you're basically on. using it as like a relay server? It basically server. uses it as a relay server, yeah. <laughs> Lame. I, I mean, you can do you can do whatever you want. We'll text in the pixel thread, and if you get if those gonna, texts or if not, you're going to have your you. computer on all the time. At least be useful with it and mine some crypto coin. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Seriously, turn that GPU into some money. Dri- dri- drive my electric bill through the roof. Get Kodak coin or Doge coin. Do something different. No, I'll get Atari coin. You should start mining Atari crypto. Atari coin. Yeah, I actually thought you were joking for a half second, and then I was no. like, "Wait, that's actually a thing." That's actually a thing. You should start mining decision. crypto. And then Atari send a text coin. message at the same exact time and then see Doge. which one sees progress first. <laughs> Sarah good. says Sarah says we should uh, we should mine Dogecoin instead because it's Dogecoin. adorable. Cool. So uh, what have you guys been playing? No. No. Um, uh, you you tell us what you've been playing, Mr. Okay. Trader to software. It has been a while. Uh, what did I so I beat God of War. Ah. <sighs> how did you okay so i don't want to spoil this for our listeners because this isn't a this isn't a spoiler cast but i think that we should ultimately start doing some like full game breakdown episodes that are side and maybe we could lock those behind a paywall or something but uh neither here nor there anyway what i was getting at is <laughs> how did you feel about the end of the game i haven't beaten it yet so i i need to know how you liked it as a whole i could not believe it was the end of the game uh, for some reason, I thought this game was going to be double the length that it was. Okay. Um, I feel like it was marketed like it was going to be this big, huge, epic, grand journey. Mm-hmm. And compared to every other God of War I've played, there were significantly less big, momentous set pieces. You didn't start to piece it together when people were like posting their platinum trophy picks like a week after it came out uh, yeah. mm. i mean i guess i i guess i just thought people really burned through it now are you playing on normal uh yeah i played on normal so is it possible that 
like you did it faster than most people? I don't think so. No, I think it's, it's just it's a relatively, about average. It's, it's just, just a relatively not, short game. It is telling you a specific story yeah. and, and guiding you through um, that. And it, it's weird because throughout the game, I have a bunch of epic gear. Mm-hmm. that i've been looking at and i was like i can't wait to unlock this for like these really really hard boss battles especially the one at the end mm-hmm. um spoiler alert you well don't you, spoil it you don't Cause I, for me because i want to know all right uh, uh sort of already out of the bag i guess so you 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 should take advantage of the upgrades when you can and not wait until don't hoard them yeah, but the thing is, you're not going to be able to upgrade everything. Um, I expected that. That's, that strikes me as something... A, a lot of the gear is for the end game. Yeah. Um, because there are other things that you can do in other areas post-game. But the problem is, for me, now that the story is over, the main story, I really mm-hmm. don't want to go back and do that stuff. Oh, really? Same. I mean... Not really. See, um, I've been I've been trying to clear as much of the game as I can before I progress with the main story. Like I'm the kind of person who No, but will, there's but but well, I'm saying there's literally stuff that doesn't unlock until the after the story. Oh, really? And by that point, I'm like I don't even care about exploring these other places now because it doesn't At that point, I'm just killing enemies. I'm not progressing any main you're story. You're not working like, towards some main right. goal. Yeah, all I'm doing is unlocking some higher gear. Like there, there's there's a place that will unlock that you'll really like because I hear it's very punishing. But other than that, I'm just like, why? Mm. Like why? There's there's, I don't know. And and I really like the story. Uh, I really liked the father son dynamic. Um, can we can we take thirty seconds to talk about how hilarious the dad of war joking thing that has been floating around has been did you see this boy <laughs> dad of boy dad of boy dad of no boy. well there's that but there's also the guy the voice actor who was by the way teal oh he was telling telling yeah jokes. he was telling dad jokes as the god of war voice what yeah i gotta oh, send you this you gotta dude send me that. it's so funny he's like he, he's got one and uh, atreus is like i'm sorry and he's like hi sorry I'm dead. <laughs> and he does these like amazingly stupid, like, oh, it's amazing. I'm going to send it to you. You guys have to see this. If you guys, if you listeners out there haven't seen this, please look it up. So here's my thought. Like if I've, I personally had to give this game a rating, mm. I would give it like an eight, an eight, eight and a half. Like I, I, I'm sorry. I don't think it's a 10. It has mm. so many tens, and I just – I don't know if it's because I was expecting so much more. Like I had mm. a really good time with it, and it's a re- it's a good game. But I just don't see how it's it gets a 10 and can stand alongside something like Breath of the Wild, which is, in my opinion, an infinitely better game. Well – Although we, ha- we uh, all have a mutual friend who disagrees with us. Well, here's the thing. I, I have – I have some problem doing this thing that a lot of game reviewers do, which is hold a global standard where there is a one baseline game and there is a 10 baseline game. And every other game fits into that based on those two bracketed games. And they may shift up and down. I personally can't do that. I look at a game as 
a completion of its parts, and part of it is the message it's trying to convey, the experience that I had as a storytelling nar- storytelling narrative, if that's the point of the game, and how much fun did I have while playing it. So for me, I might say, relative to game of the wi- uh, Breath of the Wild, this is like a six or a seven, but relative to itself, which is what it's trying to achieve, I think it achieved that about nine point five. I would say. It's a 9 or a 9.5. I wouldn't fully go 10. I think 9 is closer just for me because I think they sort of flubbed it with the Super Ultra God of War mode because I think that's part of the finished package and you should think about the full finished package. But um, I never thought I'd see the day Will said a hard mode is too hard. It's not too hard. It's not balanced the right way. Um, I really want, I did a piece about this actually that's coming out on the site soon. So look forward to that. It's in edits. Um, Danny's got it right now. Um, but once it goes up, it really talks about how I felt, um, playing the hardest difficulty in that. And I I can get into it a little bit more in a minute, but since we're sort of on the tangent, my 32nd synopsis is, I think God of War as a storytelling narrative and an action game that has, tried to do something different with a series this, that hasn't been done really gets close to excelling. I knock it a couple of points because it didn't nail the God of War like extreme difficulty mode, but as a solid game that I can explore, that I feel great being in, that I am loving every minute of, I would say it's pretty high. So it's a 9 or a 9.5 for me. I can't hold it to the same standards that I would hold Breath of the Wild or mario odyssey 2 because they're so different yeah that's fair. that it's almost unfair to them to say that i should compare the two that's that's my point i, w- I guess i would I, I would probably give it an eight and a half but i'm interested to see what you would think then after you finish yeah, it i should probably do a full review um I, yeah we'll see yeah so I, I beat that uh didn't feel like going back um played a little more slime rancher I picked up a uh, Windows 10 tablet, convertible tablet for. Yeah, you did. It was on sale for eighty bucks at Best Buy, and I traded in my copy of Mario Odyssey because I had found it after. <laughs> what? Oh, I found okay. it. Well, remember, I lost. I was like, it. we made such a big fuss I, about getting I lost, a second copy. I lost it for like two months, and then I bought a digital, and then I found the physical version. Uh, Can I so, okay. ask a question? Yeah. How much time did you spend thinking about buying that tablet before you bought it? It was fifty bucks. How much time did you spend thinking, two minutes. do I need this in my life? My bank is what, on two and a half minutes. What is the consequence? Would this money be better spent somewhere else? How long did you spend in that mindset before you just handed over your card? Wait, wait, wait. Tris, what's your guess? What's your guess? Over, under? 6.8 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thinking, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give him two minutes and 30 seconds. That is actually none of your business, but it was... <laughs> It was overnight into the next morning. <laughs> okay. I, don't I do not believe that, but okay. No, it was. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> First thing as you wake up, runs. have your cup of coffee, you roll over, you hit buy. It's in my cart. Go ahead. Actually, it was kind of something like that. But anyway, yeah. so <laughs> I, uh, it runs full Windows 10. Um, and it was, it's actually pretty neat because it's... 32-bit uh, version, though. Uh, we should be clear. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's only got two gigs of RAM. Uh, uh, well, it still runs surprisingly well. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I was streaming some Xbox games to it, which works really well in my bedroom, uh, which is really surprising. Um, so I played a little Slime Rancher. 
Uh, that was streamed from the Xbox yes. to the tablet? Okay, yes. so it wasn't like hosted local. No. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, I also have been playing Yonder the Cloudcatcher Chronicles. I noticed that Yonder the Cloudcatcher Chronicles hasn't come out yet for Switch, so that has implies not. to me that you bought it for something else. What did you get it for? I did not. It's on Switch. I am playing it on Switch. They sent me a code. Oh. So I'm gonna. I'm going to. Yeah. Is so, that was that the result of the meme war that we had with them? No. Funny enough, that was just kind of completely separate. Because that was great. Because I really like those guys. No, they they have a separate PR guy uh, who's hooked me up with stuff before. I really appreciate those. Yeah, that their meme, Twitter team. Though, their Twitter team. Their social media team is fantastic. It was a lot yeah. of fun. For those of you wondering, you should look at. Uh, Will and I had a pretty nice meme conversation. Um, <laughs> the memeiest. It was great. Uh, so yeah, but playing that, uh, that runs really well. On, it's a great game. But I'm surprised. Like on handheld mode, it runs really good. Yeah. Um, docked mode, it runs really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game is pretty. Yeah, man. I like my it a lot. God, the lighting effects in it. I think. And the I th- bloom. I think my final like feelings of Yonder were I love this game. I want to spend more time in here, but I'm easily distractible and I know I'm not going to come back. Yeah. But like, it's really, it's really good. I, my review is still out. Um, you guys can check it out on our site. Um, I think Tony, you retweeted it, but yeah, it's, um, it's a good game. I, I rated it pretty highly. What did I give it? Like an eight and a half, nine, Some, something like that. It's a uh, eight and a half probably sounds right. Eight, seven, five. It's just really fun and, and relaxing. It's very calming. It's very chill. Yeah, it's a good it's a good zone out game. Actually, almost a better zone out zone out game than um, Stardew Valley. Yeah, my only one gripe that I have is mm-hmm. I wish that uh, cycling through your inventory for your different like tools wasn't such a pain. I know. I wish there was either a weapon wheel. Or that it would just automatic because like if you play um, oh, oh fantasy life um, you can you know take time doing different classes and let's say you learn how to be a fisherman and you learn how to mm-hmm. mine later mm-hmm. on if even if you're a different class if you walk by a pond and there's a fish you can just instantly fish like it'll give you the prompt and it'll switch to the right thing or if you're walking by and there's an ore deposit you can just start mining. I I kind of wish that would be the case where like if I walked to a rock, it would just switch to my sledgehammer and I wouldn't have to keep cycling through with my shoulder triggers. Um, That's the only that's honestly the only nitpick I have is I wish there was a weapon wheel or just did that Um, because I I feel like most of the time I'm just cycling through those tools as I come up to like five different things that each require their own tool. You can get a more customizable hotbar and remove stuff. It took me a long time to discover that. Oh, like, really? You can you can strip things out of the hotbar because right now you have 400,000 things in it. Not yet. I mean, I have like eight. I've got like, the yeah. last tool I got was a pickaxe. You can, and, you can and just I have keep what you want seeds. in there. Well, yeah. I don't know. If, if they're listening, I'm going to tweet them and be like, hey, weapon will be it awesome. It could use... It could use a little customization. I like it. It's not perfect, but it is a nice game. I like that. I think they did a great job with it. I like that everything's easily readable and the menus are nice and big and full screen. 
and it's That's easy, true. it's actually easy to see what all your all your shit is. It's a very um, accessible game. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm, I've been playing, um, and like I said, Yonder's great, and it it runs really well. Uh, it comes out next week, I think. Yeah, very soon. Very um, soon. And if you pre-order it, even if you hear this on when you hear this on Monday, if you pre-order it, uh, you get like thirty percent off or something like that. It's like three bucks off, so it ends up being like twenty six or twenty seven. Yeah. So that sounds right. That's what I'm cool. playing. Uh, Tris, what you been playing? Um, some Tristan, the main ha- man. Halo. Oh yeah, Halo. Still some, still some what? Halo. What so, Halo are you playing? All of them. Oh, are you playing we, with we, the? We have a regular collection of like Master Collection and uh, Halo Five. We'll kind of go back and forth. Still waiting on that update. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played a little Destiny 2 last night. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. With a new Warmind expansion? No, it's still a classic. Uh, well, my friend Steve picked it up, and he was hopping around in it, so I just joined his game and uh, messed around a little bit. And how is it? The shooty shoots in that game are real good. Yeah. Uh, Bungie really knows how to make good gunplay. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. Is it fun enough to pull you back in, do you think? It is when I'm playing with somebody else. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a lot more drive when I'm kind of, you know, shooting the shit and mindlessly blasting stuff away. And, you know, I don't know how much that says about that game, but I was having a good time because I was playing with my friend Steve. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, and then I've been playing uh, <clears throat> Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. I yes. do want to know about this. Nintendo Switch. Tell me how amazing it is. I do need to know. It's remember how Still amazing it so was on amazing, Wii U. Right? It's even better because it's handheld. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Um, it's I, sixty dollars though. I watched the trailer, which was a mistake because I really I, want it. Oh, but it's know? totally worth it. it looks I've good. been having a really good time with that. It's been a really good train game. Did you have it on 3DS too? That game was not on 3DS, wasn't it? One of them was. Donkey Kong Country Returns was the first one. Oh, okay. So, and yes, yeah, I right, do. Right. And yes, that's also a very good version. Uh, and you should get that on your 3DS. If How you much is that? 20 bucks. 3DS. See, that's more approachable to me. I would be interested in that one. Because mm-hmm. um, it's basically the same game, 2D. Mm, no, because the addition of other characters really changes the dynamic of <clears throat> what you can do. Maybe the addition of the Funky Kong mode is actually way cooler than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be like a, hey, here's an easy mode, because that game is kind of notoriously difficult platforming. Mm-hmm. And it is somewhat of an easy mode, but it's like if you're taking the scenic route, because that game is just so beautiful and it sounds so good and it's giving you an avenue to experience that game rather than struggle through it. Right. Uh, and he's just really fun to control and really fun to, to mess around with. That's but the Surfer Bro one? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, that game's just really good platforming. And it's really well made, and it looks amazing in both handheld and on... Uh, I was a little worried that in dock it wasn't going to hold up, but it is amazing. Um, <laughs> it's. I'm glad... I, I, I paid... So I, I only paid $51 for it because I used um, my, my coins... Nice. Gold coins, my gold coins. So I ended up getting like thirteen bucks off or something. 
If only the Switch would import the 3DS walk around play coins. Yeah, if only. Oh, those things were pointless. I don't even. Yeah, you can use those, those to get things, puzzle pieces. Except have, that's about Will it. and his bullshit. <laughs> I don't know if we talked about this on the cast, but when we went <laughs> We're to PAX, talk about it now. Will was doing his street pass, and he finally started doing street passes. And <laughs> in my day, as a 3DS ambassador, <laughs> back on. in my day, back in my day, when you street pass someone and you get a puzzle piece, you get one goddamn puzzle piece, <laughs> one, and that's it. And I had to struggle for years and years to get all of the puzzle pieces so I could finally put that stupid thing down and never touch it again. Now, apparently Nintendo was like, hey, people aren't doing this. We need to get them a reason to be accessible. And now if you are new to street passing, you get like 18 puzzle pieces per street pass. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he was so ridiculous. filling up entire puzzles with like two street passes. It was actually really great. I, yeah. I did get a full, I had from E3, or not or from PAX East, I had, I don't know, six puzzles completed. And I only met like 40 people. Such bullshit. I know. It was pretty great. Great for you. It's a great time. Infuriating. I bring my 3DS out every single day. Do you know how many street passes I have hit in the last since I PAX East? Get, dude, I never get street passes. One. Unless I walk yep. by the Nintendo store, I get I have had one connection, and I bring it out with me on lunch, so I'm even I walking to, around on lunch. I used to have this person that either lives in the same radius as me or rides the same train as i do in the morning because there was a period of like a year and a half where i would always get the same person every day (laughs) on my commute to and from work uh but i believe i I think they must have either relocated or moved on from 3ds because i those days are over i still carry mine with me every day but oh yeah Mm -hmm, every day i got a pack i got a I got a pocket in my backpack just just for just for the 3DS, mm-hmm. just to collect, just to just to be there when I need it. I saw some dude playing Switch on the train the other day, and I was like, "Good for you, man." I was playing Donkey Kong on the Switch, the train. On, on the, the train? Day. Yeah, on the train. You're trusting people now? I don't trust I, people. I've been trusting people. I, I don't, don't do it at night. I don't do it at night, but I do it if it's morning, you know, and there are other people around. Mm. I'm, I'm fine with it now. Empty train cars, I won't do it. Yeah. Like super full trained cars. Yeah, no, you, so. you have to be careful. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, you know, back back to the the story. Uh, Donkey Kong Country is really good on Switch. It, even if you had played it, you know, it's it's definitely fun enough to return to. Um, I can't recommend that game enough, dude. It's it's a it's a really good time. Uh, you know, especially in this kind of semi slow season where you know we had God of War and now there's mm-hmm. really nothing else until. Well, I'm still catching up, luckily, through the PlayStation lexicon of games. <clears throat> That's true. So I don't. I'm still like way behind on anything that makes PlayStation remotely interesting. So. That's true. I'm well, not what in were the you going to say? Is the next thing you're? Yeah, excited about Tris? Um. Besides DK. Honestly, right now I don't. I don't. Spodermon. Spodermon. Like I'm. Oh yeah. I'm going to play. I'm going to play State of Decay when it comes out, but I'm like, I won't. But I'm okay. I'm half certain that that is not going to be a good game, just because of the coverage that They've I've had seen on no it. press, and the press that has been there. Everyone's like, oh, we're really worried about this. So yeah. we'll see. I, you know, I have Games Pass, so I'm gonna I'll have access to it anyway. And I think we have a code that we oh, can do it. 
We can either give it away or have one of you guys volunteer to play it with me because it is a co-op centric. I'll game. tell you I'm what, not, I will play it with you. But if we you. wanted to discuss doing a giveaway of some sort for our listeners, I'd be down for that. <clears throat> uh, Assuming this away, code is give real. It away, give it away. Okay. Uh, I feel like engagement's nice. Plus, people like codes, don't you? Don't you? Tweet us right now saying yes, I do. Oh, is it lightning? That was some lightning. Oh. Whoa. Ooh, that was a good one. That's definitely going to pick up on the cast. Oh, definitely. I heard it through here. It's also in my camp mic, too, so you get double. Yeah. I was going to say, you're definitely within earshot of the scene. Lighting. I saw it before I heard it. Um, anyways, whether whether Chris and I, I live across the park from each other. Go ahead. I, I think I'm going to pick up Hyrule Warriors for Switch, because that game... Really? Yeah, I had a good enough time with it on Wii U. It's good. It's good mindless fun. Uh, it's good multitasking game, and it's it's really good nostalgia. Like if you are like I, I had zero interest in the Fire Emblem Warriors because I just don't care enough about that universe. But like I'm invested enough in the Zelda universe where like that kind of nostalgia play gets me. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely like if you have nostalgia for the Legend of Zelda series, like they poke and prod it all over the place at that so yeah it's a it's a cool thing um do you I'll think you'll pick it up, pick it up. i think okay. i'll pick it up yeah. uh yeah i probably will not but that's okay i have ha- a i have a problem where like if it's accessible on switch i i, I get it can't it's, resist it's just so convenient <laughs> I have a question for you about Donkey Kong Country Returns, Tropical Freeze Blast, Frozone, Frosty Swirl. That's the name of my porno. Um, when, uh, when you're playing it, would you say that the stylized jump and action and roll is the same amount of fun, less fun, or more fun than Celeste's? I think... I think that it's a different type of platforming. In Celeste, you know you're going to fail, mm. and it's built so that you fail enough to to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different in Donkey Kong, where that game just has a really high skill ceiling. Like once you get the grasp, if you're good enough, you can you can definitely trek through that game. It's just real hard to do. Right. Um, it's not it's not designed to say, hey, you're going to fail 400 times per level. Because that's the way we want you to play it. Um, so I don't know that I could compare them because it's it feels very different. Like okay. it definitely doesn't have that fluid Meat Boy style control where it's snappy within you know one tenth of a millisecond of me moving. Right. Um, but Retro knows how to make a goddamn video game, and they know how to make that game because it. It controls amazingly, and it's it's fun to play. Like, there's never a moment where I'm playing that game and I'm like, "Wow, this feels unfair." Like it, you know that when you lose or fall, it's because you lost. I know. I immediately know what I can do to accomplish it. You know, next time. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll have to bear in mind. Sixty dollars is a lot, so I have to really think about it, especially with the like kind of PlayStation no, stuff. No, for that sure. I could pick yeah, up, sixty dollars. But... You know. Full retail is a tough pill to swallow. That's a that that's game, a no that's a no joke. Get the get the one before it on 3ds. Uh, I would yeah that would be a good entry bucks, point, dude. That, would, that that game is a really good game. It's still a really good game. It doesn't look worthy, quite as good as it did on Wii or anything, but like it, it's worthy of your time. It sure. uh, it did a really good job with the 3D effect for sure. So what is it called? Donkey Kong Country Returns. Donkey Kong 3D. Country Returns. I bet it's even cheaper pre-owned now, too. I bet you're right. Oh, you mean if I get a cartridge? Yeah. Get a sweet cart? Yeah. 
but yeah, that's all I've been playing. Um, what have you been playing, Will? Dude, what a great question. <clears throat> it's, I've never been asked that before. I, uh, I <laughs> oh, have, you're so funny. I have uh, been playing uh, God of War, which we spoke about. I really, the more I think about it, the more I feel like I should do a review of this. I know that you've got one, Antonio, and probably, Tris, you've got one. And I, I actually would prefer you do it as a newcomer, and I, yeah. may, I may put my own thoughts. Um, so it turns out I was wrong. What? It is more expensive pre-owned physical than it is, than it is new digital. That, what is I was going to say, pricing? it might be. That's weird. I'm going to try to get on the Wii Fees with my 3DS while I talk. Um, I'm going to play around with that idea. I have, <clears throat> I have sort of an op-ed piece just talking about my opinions playing on the hardest difficulty and how that felt as somebody who's a masochist in gaming and whether or not it met the expectations that I had set for it and not. Um, I just want a quick add mm -hmm. uh, that my personal opinion out of all of the God of War games, this is hands mm -hmm. down the best one. God of War? Yeah. Yeah, no, I would totally In the series, this that. is hands down the best one. I actually, I don't know anything about that because I don't the originals, but it's a great game. I prefer this voice actor over the original. Oh yeah, dude, this guy is amazing. He was the he was Teal'c on. Um, Yo man, uh, that original voice actor is salty as hell on Twitter about it. Yeah. About this, about, about the fact he didn't get asked. Uh huh. I mean, it's a much older guy. The this, first guy was really angsty and. This guy, I like so, this guy I like so much more. He just has a. I don't know. There's something about like the power in his voice and the. I mean, I can, the I, deep I can understand why that guy would be. You know, he he doesn't have the right to play that character until he dies. But you definitely grow attached to a legacy, and then when you don't yeah. get asked to return to, like you know, David Hayter as as Solid Snake, like he he That's was true. pretty bummed too. And like, turns out he's a way better Solid Snake than Queefer Sutherland. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> but like, yeah, I can I can understand. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold it against the guy for being upset that he wasn't asked to be Solid Snake or uh, uh, Kratos again for sure. But yeah, I do agree gotta, with you that this Kratos he has much better range. Yeah, he, he he brings more emotion to it. You know, like uh, it, old Kratos was just angsty. Yeah, this Kratos is. This Kratos is broken and sad and you're oh, interested. That story. Oh. I tell you what, though. I am excited for a sequel. The for sequel sure. to this one? Or DLC. I think it's going to be a new trilogy. Hmm. That's where I think they're going with it. Oh, You might be right about and that. And Will, hmm. when you beat the game, mm -hmm. go back home. I will do. I didn't hear anything, but I heard it. <laughs> 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 um i'm excited man i've been i've been doing so much completionism in that game I, i've been trying to knock out every little piece before i move forward and like i like struggling through games so to me this is exactly what i was looking for and i think that they've done an amazing job um did you get your uh, -huh. uh projector bulb Please. I did. Yes, it's back up and running. It's still janky. Thank you for asking. Well, we knew that. My setup is still just as janky as it was before, but it's a it's a nice jank, and uh, I've been enjoying the tilt a whirl that is my video setup. <laughs> um, I've also been playing the hard mode of Metroid: Samus Returns on 3DS. Mm. 
You still need to come snag my... Well, I need to beat hard mode so that I can acquire the uh, Metroid Samus suit and play on ultra hard mode. I forgot you never beat that. I beat it on regular. Oh, regular. I never beat it on hard. Yeah. Fascinating. So I'm beating it on hard. Fascinating. You're you're a fascinating specimen. Look at him in the wild. I've been playing... (laughs) I've been playing it on hard so that I will be geared up for when it's time to play on ultra hard. Yeah, that um, mode is very hard. Dude, hard is really hard. So I can only imagine how much it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, but it's been really good. It's such a it's a great train game, and I honestly really just enjoy playing Samus. Damn, that lightning. Thunderstorms in the city. Um, I've also been playing Overwatch. Uh, as ever, Overwatch is still really good. I tried out the new... Hanzo, have you guys tried the new Hanzo? I know you haven't, Tony, but uh, Tristan, have you tried the new Hanzo? Uh, I haven't been on in a couple of weeks. That's okay. Um, uh, he's yeah, they nerfed him. They, they they got rid of his uh, scatter shot, right? They got rid of his scatter shot. It's a weird thing because his scatter shot was so unique to both when you're playing as him feeling like you sort of have this immediate okay i'll be fine though in whatever situation i get into because i can just shoot scatter shot at the ground and probably hit a couple people to this is some bullshit and he's totally broken on the part of anybody who's not playing hanzo mm-hmm. um since they removed it it feels like a nerf when you are panicked and up against a wall and then you realize that the new replacement skill that they gave him which is the multi-arrow coupled with the secondary move mechanic where you can sort of like boost do a second jump in the air like you're jumping off of a cloud right um you're actually really mobile and then the the five shot multi-arrow thing that you can do now if you can get a bead on somebody it will kill them it like it is a pretty instant death sentence if you can unload all three Four or even five arrows into somebody. What? Does he feel more accessible now? Or I would say he does feel more accessible because it's less of I'm skillful 90% of the time with my headshots and then I get a really lucky bullshit. So you think um, that like this will... Scattershot? This will make this him will, will this part stop, of the meta Will this again. stop people from being bummed or upset when you pick Hanzo? And- mm, yeah, I definitely think he's a viable pick now. He is for sure a viable pick. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I had I had multiple games where I played as him, and uh, every one of my teammates were like, "This is cool." I mean, I didn't. They weren't like, "Yeah, this is great." Hanzo's here. They were more like not shitting on the fact that Hanzo was part of the meta, uh, which I take to be a positive thing. Um, right. And I got killed more than a few times against enemy Hanzos. It's it's good. I think he's his change has for been for the best. I also bought the <laughs> the pink mercy skin. I got pulled into that. Um, can you explain it is, what that is because not everybody I can, knows. and it's important. Um, so uh, Blizzard has decided to support what's the what's the company that they're supporting? Um, it's for I breast cancer remember. awareness, but um, there is a company that you donate to, and what they're doing is they're offering a really cool specialized pink mercy skin um, that has slightly different voice lines and slightly different voice effects and actually your bullets are a different color and your healing stream is slightly different it's a pink stream um it's 
it's a very nice reward for doing something that's very good, which is donating um, for breast cancer awareness and research. Uh, it does not go to the Susan K, whatever, Susan B. Anthony foundation that people don't like. It's actually going to a nice research facility. Um, forgive me if I picked the name of an actually good representation of a company there, but I'm not really... Um, as educated on the subject as I was like to be, uh, but I did buy the pink mercy skin. It's it's expensive, and um, a lot of people have been up in arms, including myself, until I really started thinking about what it's for. It's not that I'm buying a fifteen dollar mercy costume. It's that I'm donating to breast cancer awareness, and in return, I get a free costume, which is kind of cool. So um, I can dig it. I think of that as a as a small donation and obviously there's more that you can do. So if, um, even if you haven't been affected by this, I would encourage donating. Um, but it's a nice way to get involved if you don't, um, want to go too far out of your way for it. And it's part of a good cause. So respect. Um, so pick that up and I've been playing at it. I do like the voice effects. I do like the colors. I do like the, um, sound effects that you get. So, um, definitely worthwhile and the skin looks nice. So it's, they did a good job with it. Um, I'm probably going to go back to playing some more of that after cast. And the last thing I've been playing that's digital, and I have two other secret announcements, um, are Star Wars Episode One Racer. Still super good. Still super awesome. Highly recommend it. Tristan, I want to race you remotely because I want to see how this holds up. Yeah, I'm curious how that works because it doesn't support Steam. So how do you... I don't know. How do you meet up with someone? P2P, probably. Probably. P2P, you're probably going to have to create a server name and I'll have to search for you and put in the code you gave me. Um, or vice versa, but I don't even know how it's going to stack out. Cause like my pod racer could be tricked all to hell and yours could not be. And I might smoke you unless you have to pick one of my characters, in which case we have the opportunity to be right on the same playing field. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so that's a whole thing, but I am loving it. It is so, it is so good. I forgot how much I did not like some of the maps from when I was younger, but I, feel like i'm doing better in them because it's on an actual joystick that's not an n64 piece of shit joystick that i burned out playing smash bros um but it's good i've also been playing two other things and i'll do them really quick one of them is sparkle kitty i played sparkle kitty it is a card game uh we picked it up at pax we talked about it, it a, a couple card of game ago. we all fell in love with at pax it is so good i'm just going to reiterate because a lot of times we do this we talk about a game that we're really hyped for and then we never mention it again ever i'm mentioning it again because it's so good sparkle kitty you should get it i backed the sparkle kitty knights edition so i'm going to get a second copy of sparkle kitty that i'm going to gift to my buddy who um has like a roof deck that we play on every once in a while so we can just play on her roof um, and Sparkle Kitty Nights will stay with me so we can bust it out post-Sparkle Kitty. Uh, but think of it like Uno, for those of you out there who don't know what it is. Um, it's basically Uno, but you say these really cute, adorable card names like Teeny, Fluffy, um, uh, Sparkle, Adorable, and you have to say the words out loud to make a spell. So like Micro Cupcake or Super Teeny Adorable Ducky would be your spell combo it doesn't sound like very much fun while i'm talking about it but trust me it is one of the best card games that is out there highly recommend uh and i also played an unlock adventure have you guys heard of these the unlock adventures no i have no idea what that is it is a card game 
that is basically like a physical escape the room, but f in card form. And there's an app that goes along with it. That's the unlock app. Um, so what you do is you get these box sets and you play with your friends to solve a puzzle. So studying the cards, thinking out loud about the clues and putting together the puzzle pieces helps you unlock other hidden cards in the deck. And each card is like um, a little micro D&D &D adventure. So you are trapped in a cell and the image on the card shows you the cell surroundings and like there might be a hole in the corner and the hole has number 44 on it. So you draw 44 and in 44 it's like you look deeper into the hole and uh, you see a shining piece of metal. And then there's like 47 has the card that has the door on it, the door lock. And you're like, maybe I can combo the piece of metal with the door lock. So you take 44 plus 47 and you get 90 whatever. And you're like, should we draw 90 whatever? Does that make sense? And everyone's like, yeah, we should draw that card. So you draw the card and either it's like, cool, you jimmy the lock with the piece of metal and you get out and then your adventure continues, draw these additional cards. Or it says, no, you lose five minutes on your adventure closer to death. It's a really interesting sort of like the card plays the table game, and I highly recommend them. They're called Unlock Adventures. There's like 16 of them. I played the Pirate Treasure Adventure, um, which actually, Tristan, I think you might enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, and it was really good. So I wanted to talk about that, and I had a great time. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and now I'm going to look into while we talk about <gasps> the news. Um, the Donkey Kong Country Returns on 3DS. Hey, Will. Yeah. You want to take away the news? You want me to do it? Uh, I can do it. Could you could you post the linky linky? Uh, it's it's up as a draft. Ba -da -ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba -da -ba. Thinking about the news. Let me get to the link so I can tell the story of the news that you wrote down. Singing a song so nobody thinks that I don't have my shit ready. <laughs> well, feature alert. I, uh, you start. I'll, I'll pull from, over. Aside minute. from our daily bites, I, there's finally something up on the on the site that I wrote uh, a review yeah! for Disneyland I Adventures. Didn't get, I didn't get to read it today, but I want to read it tomorrow. Yeah. It's really good. Go check it out. It's very in-depth looking. I'm excited. Dude, it's, Tell us, give us a quick synopsis while I log into our website. Uh, very self-deprecating at the beginning, and then I just kind of it. It's Disneyland, dude. It's Disneyland and an Xbox. That's basically what you're getting. You've done I did extensive research, extensive research into Disneyland Adventures, and it is a uh, fascinating look at what your uh, life is. But I loved it. Um, and I think you wrote it really well, and I think you deserve some praise for that. It's um, it's not a game that I would play, but having read your rendition of what the game is about, I actually feel like I totally understand it. So um, I applaud your... You understand reading. the mindset of the person who would be yes. interested in something Which like is this. who is for sure not me, but that doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy your enjoyment. You're going to come back. You're going to come back from Disney World this summer, and you're going to have that post-Disney post depression, and you're going to be like, I need... I need to hop into Disneyland, dude. Uh, dude, I might. I might. That might actually be me, but we'll have to touch on that later. Or you'll be the person that comes back from Disney World and be like, can we never do that again? Let's never go there ever again. Um, well, we, we were staying where, you know, we're going to have the late night stuff. So maybe uh, maybe it'll be better when there's not as many humans. Humans. Um, <laughs> I've got the news up so I can I can take it away. Do it, baby. Um, 
So, in PlayStation news, God of War's 1.2 patch, 2.0, patch is released and includes a feature that Tony really enjoys in modern games, which is photo mode, and I also enjoy that. Oh, real quick. Photo mode in Yonder is incredible. Oh, yeah? It's so... Does it let you free cam away from your character? Uh, pretty, pretty far away, yeah. So and, and you can mess with the depth of field and everything. I'm actually going to add a bunch of this, the uh, screenshots that I've been taking yeah, to yeah, yeah. Uh, our gallery that I came up with. Oh, nice. For those of on you, our, for those of you who don't know, I have a gallery on the web on our website that mm-hmm. has a lot of my favorite um, uh, screenshots I've taken with photo modes in different games. So They're very good. That is on the website. Thank you. Thank you. Have you done um, Have you done any for Odyssey? Yeah. I gotta look through your stuff. Yeah, there's again. A, there's a few in there for Odyssey, quite a few. <clears throat> um, you added a note which is you don't really desire to go back, but that's okay. Which is a bummer because um, there's so many moments God in of that, War. There's so many moments in that game where I was like, man, I want to take a. This would be a great time to take a photo. You know what you should do is you should play it again on easy and just rip through it. Maybe. Because I feel like on easy that game is going to be just as fun as playing it on super challenging, where you're just wrecking shit as a god. Yeah, um, I might end up doing that. I'm I still have my original super ultra difficult save, so I'm probably going to go back to that. Um, in Nintendo news, if you guys don't have any more PS4 news, PlayStation news. In not. Nintendo news, uh, Nintendo finally shed some more details on how Switch's online service will work. The service will go live this September. It'll be needed to play games online, obviously. Uh, it will finally give Switch owners a way of backing up their saves to the cloud, which I know is a big deal. Um, and also, it's going to come with 20 NES games at launch, which have been included uh, with a new functionality of multiplayer. online multiplayer, which is pretty cool so even single player only games will have this capacity um i have just a quick speculation do you guys think that maybe this is the game plan instead of doing vc <clears throat> to just retcon all these nes games that's 100 percent the plan is there and release listen them? listen i've heard so many people talk about oh my god they got rid of vc vc is such an ancient concept like it's literally just words behind marketing like it doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything other mm-hmm. than we are selling you these games and nintendo's biggest ability to draw people is their ip and their classic ip if they can get a way to have you keep coming monthly to do that mm-hmm. which is exactly what the, they seem to be doing then that's exactly how they should do it for $20 a year for me to already get 20 games that I would have needed to spend $5 a piece on. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I get it. I'm fine with that. Uh, but like people need to stop saying, Hey, virtual console's dead. Nintendo hates us. It's just marketing. And like not having that yeah. title and that level of control offers those third parties like Sega um, who have those older games that they might want to release, it gives them more freedom to do that on their own terms, not, okay, is this work within Nintendo's approval and their schedule and their outline for their virtual console releases? Because if you remember back in the day, virtual consoles were limited to one or two games a week. 
Right. And that was it. And you had to just wait, wait tediously. And that sucks if you're expecting specific titles. Like I remember like I, I heard Shining Force was coming to the Wii mm-hmm. and turned like it was maybe six months after I'd heard about it that it finally came out. And I'm like, that was a shitty wait. So the fact that like Nintendo's opening their their fist a little bit to let people get stuff is is fine by me. Uh, I I would concur with your assessment there. I would. Yeah. That said, I I do think it's silly for them to limit it to NES games. Uh, well, for maybe not, for, for now. Anyway. Those are probably the easiest just, to port. They probably already had them done. I'm I'm such a opponent to their their method of of holding things back. Um, when they know there are people, there are millions of people that want to play specific things and they don't give them access to it you know Mm -hmm. even just super nintendo wise like the fact that the nintendo super nintendo mini classic the snes classic mini thing that i have that wasn't widely available and that was hard for people to get so give people that have a switch that maybe don't have the snes classic an avenue to play those games they're going to give you money to do it why are you holding them back from doing that? It's it's something that's beloved and it's honestly it's promoting piracy because those people are going to find a way to play those games that they love because you're not giving them access. It's going to draw people to play emulators, it's going to draw people to hack their early system switches. Mm-hmm. Like right now the switch hacking thing isn't a big deal because nobody knows how to properly emulate stuff on it. And yep. that will definitely take plenty of time because those that's a slow-moving process. But once it happens, if they haven't given people access to pay for those games, they are going to take those routes. Mm-hmm. You know, people like people like Tony, for instance, he's, he wants to play those games on his Switch. He'll do what he needs to do to play those games on his Switch. You're damn right, Nintendo. Exactly. But I'm so still, like, wh- still going to give you twenty dollars a month for cloud saves because I, I, I just don't. I don't understand. I don't understand that like Disney Vault mentality of that's exactly you how, that's get exactly this what on our it. terms yeah. yeah we you can give us money when we decide it's okay to give us money that doesn't it's it, not consumer it's not, friendly it's yeah. not going to like like classics like that they're 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 oldies but goodies like they they're not going to devalue the brand because they're accessible it's just mm-hmm. going to make people flock to it and like i i'm i'm getting the urge to to play earthbound again yeah like, i don't want to do it on my 3ds I want to do it on my Switch. So I'm <laughs> not playing this game purposely in hopes that it comes to this other thing that I want to access it on. Which so it just, might, might not. Which just let me do it. Like, you know it's going to eventually. Like, things like that are too important to their brand to not give people. So just do it. You know? Don't, don't, I don't know. That's just that's <laughs> my soapbox minute for the day. No, nah, I think back. that was no, a good I mean, soapbox I, minute. I completely hear you. It's it's oh the thunderstorm has made its way to me here in Brooklyn. There you go. The uh, it's frustrating, man. Um, and even though the problem is, even though the switch hack isn't widely known about now, it will be because it's so incredibly easy to do. And well, I thought that was part uh, of the reason not, the firmware patch got added in. The firmware it's patch is not, not fix something that, that you, can, you can't fix. The only way software. I see them being able to fix this hack is. Making making sure that every single game that they release from today on 
mm-hmm. has some kind of server authentication to verify your purchase and to your Nintendo account. Which that's sucks. the only way that they can combat this at this point. Um, but like I said, you know, it's going to take a, a, a shit ton of time for people to figure out how to exploit this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, they definitely have to do something about it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Just give me games, dude. Give me the games I want. My my like shoot for the moon. E three, not prediction, but like bucket list that I know will never happen is them releasing like a proper because they have that patent for whatever this separating screen is. Release a three DS player. I can put my three DS games into this peripheral that I plug into my dock, and I can play those games in two D on between my Switch console and this removable screen. Like that's that work give me the avenues to play these games like you used to like the stuff like the game boy player and stuff like collections and it just doesn't make sense to it's to be limited in that way especially when you recognize that your ip is what makes you money you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's very silly to me but you know i'm not the ceo of a multi-billion dollar company i just fix computers so who knows who knows who knows um well on that note let's talk about what it's going to cost moving forward with nintendo equipment 20 bucks 20 bucks 12 month subscription you could also do one month at four dollars and three months at eight dollars there's also a family membership program which you plebs do not want to join me on uh apparently because it sounds like it's 35 dollars instead of 80 dollars because it's for one i think it's one switch if Wait. you if you buy if is you is it buy, one no. switch if you no, no, no. no way no 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 four, it's not one switch it's four accounts per switch I'm pretty sure I would want to verify that that does not sound right to me now what it is annoying is that your um, Nintendo subscription online will get you access to one user on your switch. To the online service exactly so that's, mind, that's what the family accounts as for. opposed to a basic membership that's limited to one account all of the accounts under a family membership can enjoy the benefits even if they're on different systems family ha. will cost 35 dollars, which is less than the cost of two regular memberships together this comes from GameSpot. you can ha. start creating family group on may 15th to prepare ha. benefits of online service include cloud saves the 20 nes games we already talked about um seven People. I'm, it's I'm, still, I'm it's, still not it's like a it's like an upgraded version of like a Spotify family plan. You know? Yeah, dude. Um, but if somebody backs out, then all of a sudden you're picking up slack. Yeah, I'm not doing that. If everybody backs out, then all of a sudden you're stuck with that thirty-five dollars. So, or you just cancel it and go to a. The thing is, the thing for membership. me, the thing for me is like it's just it twenty bucks. I'm I'm not in a place where twenty bucks is breaking bank. Yeah, that's it, that's so nothing. It doesn't. I'm fine, but I'm, I'm fine shelling out. That. Theoretically, eight dollars a year is better than twenty dollars a year. But you're not wrong. That's one trip fine. to Chipotle. Yeah. I know it's fine. Do you still eat Chipotle? Nah, we are not sponsored by them, and I do um, not support. It's okay. I um, I like Dos Toros. Dos Toros. I like Moe's. Mm-hmm. I've never been to the Moe's here in the city. I'm a little. I'm wary of new. I'm wary. I'm, I'm wary of of something like that in New York City. But when yeah. I go home yeah. to New England, I'll. I'll I love how they yell at you when you go in there. They just scream, welcome to Moe's, right in your face. Welcome to Moe's! Try the queso, get fat! Eat, <laughs> eat this queso! You gonna eat this queso? 
They just start. They put it in a super you. soaker bottle and just shoot it at you. I mean, that's how Taco Bell runs their this systems. Is a, this they is a new shirt. Stuff. I don't care. Eat the queso. <laughs> I think we talked about this. How everyone has caulk guns full of like loaded sour cream and shit. Uh, no, that's not a thing. I'm pretty sure we talked about super soaker for that. That's definitely an episode. Uh, okay, so Nintendo is releasing. And I know I skipped one. Nintendo is releasing a small charging dock that offers charging pass-through. Wait, we're not going to talk about how awesome that you can finally have cloud saves on Switch? Yeah, you get saves. cloud saves, but you got you to gotta shell out some dough for it. You got to shell out some money, bro. Who cares? That's the it's only $20. way to back up your, that's the only way to back up your stuff. And I know. No USB option still. Yeah. So. Like, it's fine for, it's fine for us because we have I'm going to get it. But, like, yeah. it's still shitty for people that don't either have plans to buy these, the service mm-hmm. or maybe you don't have the option to buy the service. Like they're well, still, uh, they're still at the mercy of their own luck and the you decision of the gods not to break your their switch. switch. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's, it's cool. It's cool for the people that get like, getting it, you know, it's like, a cool uh, I don't know, man, I, I get it. You got to pay for the service you're using. I, I understand, but still there should be at least like a default. Like, like, yeah. For as far as cloud base. saves goes, you know, you don't get cloud saves with Sony. If you don't pay, you don't get cloud saves with Microsoft with, you don't pay. So that's like an industry standard, but I get it. at least they have USB options for free. Yeah. Like you can move it over. This is the only option for backing up and moving your stuff out. If something happens to your switch, right? God forbid you don't buy it by this time. It's cool though. It is cool. Uh, Nintendo is releasing a small charging dock that offers a pass-through charge option so that players can charge and play at the same time. Um, Basically, it is replacing the kickstand, um, but it builds in a charger. And it it doesn't have any video. It doesn't have any video outputs, so I'm totally not interested. It's just a travel charge stand. It's a travel charge stand, which is kind of cool. That's cool. I kind of I'm gonna have my USB C port plugged with the USB yeah, I will say Bluetooth the, thing that we were talking about. I saw some stock photos of it and like the kickstand on it looks mm-hmm. just about as shitty as the kickstand on the Switch. <laughs> it does. It's like they don't know how they don't know to, how to make, make a, a, a stand that doesn't no. fall over if you look at it. The thing is gonna be flimsy as hell. But it comes out on my birthday, so that's a plus. Um When's this your year. Uh July thirteenth. What's your social? Uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's on the it's on the black market anyway. Almost certainly. Yeah. Um, Donkey Kong it. Country. I bet you would. What's Donkey your mom's Kong, maiden name? Donkey Kong Country um, Tropical Freezes debut sales on Switch in the UK were 53.7% higher than Wii U. Hey-o. Uh it's Obviously. Apparently this game is great, but that's also not super surprising because uh, there's 53.7% more users on yeah, Switch than exactly. there were on Wii U. <laughs> it's um, really easy to sell more copies of a game when you can actually play it. <laughs> True fact, man. Seriously. Um, I, I've got some Xbox news. Um, according- do we do we want to talk about that leak that happened? Which leak? The Walmart yes. Canada. Um, talk about it. So Walmart Canada posted a a, a listing. Oh, this is funny. Of a bunch of games that are rumored, including things like Gears of War Five, New Assassin's Creed, oh, uh, Kingdom Hearts Three, Smash Bros. Switch, all this stuff with you know with with placeholder pricing uh rage 2 was one of them which bethesda actually took very gracefully by creating a troll twitter account they reactivated they reactivated the dead dead twitter account yeah did they really just for that yeah um they didn't deny that it was real they just 
trolled it, so that's fueling some speculation that maybe there is some legitimacy that's to funny. this too. Um, but there were some weird things like games that haven't been announced from from Microsoft, like Final Fantasy VII uh, remake. For some reason, is is has an Xbox listing. So there are some things that kind of cast doubt on the legitimacy of that. But there mm. were a a bunch of games that that. Uh, you know, quote unquote, leaked because of Walmart's antsiness. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, how much credibility would you say is part of that? I, like, would you lend to it? It's most of the time when these retailers post stuff like that, it's because they have documentation to back it up. I would agree. They're uh, not just especially it. something like Walmart. Yeah. You know, it's not some brick and mortar place in Brazil that had, had you know. You see that kind of stuff, and then you're like, mm, a grain of salt. But something like this could be good. It could be real. Yeah. But also, that kind of you know takes away all the surprise from E3. So if you want to be surprised, E3, don't look into that. Um, I, if I was a publisher trying to keep that stuff quiet, I would be pissed. I would mm-hmm. like stop. that would that would shut down some additional sale data going out to these companies. Well, that's the thing. It's like. You're a game maker. You want to sell as many copies as possible, and Walmart is the second biggest retailer behind yeah, Amazon. Yeah, but like, so why don't you don't, you just tell how them, do you punish them for that? You don't say I'm not going to sell my game through you because then you're losing all shit ton of money. You say you're going to get placeholder data now instead of actual data. But they have to. They have to have that why? stuff for for SKU placement and ordering and arranging and planning. No, 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 like no, you no, can't no. just replace the SKU with a temp SKU. I- it's not a thing. Like I used, like I used to work in Toys R Us, dude. I, I, I saw that stuff. You know, we would know weeks in advance when that stuff was was before real. an announcement, though. Most of the time, you'd yeah. see it before ship date. Sure, you'd get it before <clears throat> release, but like, would you see it before you actually knew that this was on the market? But this is a different era where pre-orders literally dictate the game. Pre-orders yeah. are as important as sales these days. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, that's fair. Huh. Huh. It's weird. Um, well, I'll be playing Rage 2, so that's fun. Did you play Rage 1? Uh, a little bit. Mm. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah. It was all right. um, but I expect that they learned from their mistakes. Be, you know, your, game, your game can't be that great when the maker of it comes out and apologizes for it. Yeah, that's true. Like, He's Doug like, Carmack actually, literally said, I'm sorry for this game. It's actually, not what I we, meant to make. We didn't exactly do what I thought. And was not in like a Daikatana way where it was just a shitty game. It was like, this was supposed to be something different, but I didn't I didn't get to make what I wanted. Yeah. Just like all the other games that suck. Um, in Xbox news... <laughs> <laughs> According to EA, sales of Xbox One hovered around 30 million at the end of 2017, while Sony recently crossed into the 80 million mark, which is, wow. Uh, Actually, not too long ago, it's worth pointing out that both companies have had many other revenue streams. Even though Microsoft is significantly behind Sony in terms of console sales, we're sure... uh, Two to one, basically. They are not hurting. Yeah. Um, And that's true. That's something to keep in mind here. Xbox and playstation or xbox and sony microsoft Microsoft and sony Sony, rather (laughs) uh do a whole bunch more than just games nintendo just does games so a lot of the times these these decisions or discussions about how nintendo is falling behind in the sales war we have to merit we have to keep in mind that like the only branch of nintendo is games 
you know, whereas Sony, like, they can have a flop title and eat it, and it doesn't matter. Nintendo eats those hard. Yeah, look at the, the Order 1886. Yeah. They just swallowed it up. What do you guys think the chances of us getting a new 3DS model at E3 is? Ooh, pretty high. Like mm. a whole new and a whole new handheld? Yeah, like a... Because they got to have something. I think like, they're you know, cra- like, Here's the thing. I think, with as aggressive as they're being with, hey, we're still supporting this. I, I think they're like. crazy They talked about... I think they are too. They talked about how I think they give us a um, micro, like ooh, a micro equivalent. Mm, a micro. I don't with want big, that. I don't. I don't want that. But I'm just saying with like a bigger screen, maybe something that's like, hey, this is our sexy, mature thing. Like you know? a thin, like a thin client this one. Is the, yeah, this is the this is the urban version where it's it's paper thin. That I've got to be honest. Ounces. I might I might buy that if it looks really cool. Keep talking, Tristan. You can Keep dip talking. it in salsa and eat it like a potato chip. It's a chip. Tristan, yeah. don't break it. Yes. Yeah um Tell me it's getting more. close the uh and it plugs into your switch dock and you can play games there yes oh shit see that'd be cool i'd play that i'm gonna keep bringing that up until nintendo makes it <laughs> they're never gonna do <laughs> it gonna do they they're not gonna do that they um what if that's their solution to luigi's mansion on the switch they're like we know you want to play it on the switch so we're gonna, we're not gonna plug it make into the dock. it but you fuck you leave us alone <laughs> <laughs> they might could do that i doubt it but they might that's what it's it. that's what this that's what the device is called just the fuck you leave us alone fuck us you leave alone they talked about how the 3ds they weren't going to stop making the 3ds until the switch became a everybody has one device like the 3ds that's is. that's no one everyone has one not everyone's gonna have one well, that's the thing. Every a lot of people, more people have a 3DS than they have Switches. So they're like, "There's a lot of people out there that still have this console. We're going to let them keep using it, you know, handheld, whatever." I think they could do it. I I agree with you. In industry news, if you've been holding out for Crash Bandicoot's Insane Trilogy for Xbox One, Switch, or PC, the good news: the game is launching earlier on June 29th rather than the original release date of July 10th. Not a huge difference, but it is nice to have a little surprise like this. Um, so that's kind of exciting. That also counted. That's the Switch date, too. Got moved up everything, right? Yeah, all of them. All of them. Moved up. Excellent. Uh, um, guys, uh, unfortunately, I just had a work thing that just came up that I oh need no. to go address. I'm going to duck out of here, and I'm just going to mute myself. Um, that's I will, okay. I will you... join back up when, when I'm done. Well, it's all right, man. We all work IT. We get it. All right, later, we appreciate Sorry, you, and if man. we don't see you by the end of the cast, it's been real. Love you all. Love yeah, you. Bye. Um, have you ever wanted to stream your Steam games to your iPhone, Android phone, iPad, or Android tablet? Actually, on May, once or twice. Have yeah. you? Yeah, I actually have made once or twice too. As of May twenty first, they are doing it. This is actually really big news. The Steam Link app is coming to iOS and Android. Um, and you will be able to stream fully rendered Steam games from your computer, uh, Mac or PC, to your tablet or phone. I that is insane. I hope it works well because I have a Steam Link that yeah. I got last year for like it was like fifteen bucks. Um, and my computer and my TV are in the exact same room across, yeah. like from each other across the room. And I would get artifacting and and stuff and pixelation, but on Xbox yeah. I can stream. It's, it's good. No, but I'm I'm hoping it works well. I mean, honestly, with the way that we're moving towards faster internet I th- speeds, I think so. And um, they may have really improved it. I have a Steam Link. It sits. I don't use it because I have 
you know, my Xbox, That's the PlayStation, no one and uses my it. Switch, and I have. There's just too many places for me to play games because I have a problem. Well, but it's not. Also, it's another thing you have to hook up. It's another thing you have to hook <laughs> up to realistic. your TV, like. It is, and it and it and takes it re- some finagling to set up. It and takes like, an outlet. It takes an HDMI connection. Yeah, it's okay. But if I can get it working with this with my phone, now that's cool, dude. You better believe I'm going to play that stuff now on the couch. Cool. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Holy shit! I'm going to play that all the time. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, we will have some more information the moment it comes out. May twenty first, this app will come out. It may have a price tag. We don't have any data about it yet. I don't think so. Um, but uh, we will see. The app they, they also they the also service. said they also said you can stream. I didn't know that you could buy movies mm. on on Steam. Yeah, but yeah, you'll be able trying, to but you'll be able to good. yeah you'll be able to stream movies. And they said they're, that they're going to come out with an app later that will let you stream those movies over LTE. Oh which yeah, I think like That's two dangerous. people were use the people who have infinite plans before what? the uh, net neutrality law gets repealed and doesn't matter anymore. Oh, why'd you have to bring politics into this? Jesus Sorry, bro. Christ. Welcome to the real world. Anyway, uh, so that's really exciting, and we're excited about that. We're also going to talk about Monster Hunter. Um, apparently, Monster Hunter may be taken more seriously by Capcom soon, thanks to the series being what they call a flagship title for the company, now selling 8 million copies since its release in January. And actually, what Tristan was mentioning today is the Monster Hunter XX is coming to Switch um, in October, right? Is it October? When did he say this? Since you made three message threads, I don't know where anything is. but uh, Switch, it comes in August, August 28th. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. If you're into Monster Hunter XX, um, which is not the newest Monster Hunter World, it's the older edition, it is getting ported in. Uh, I think it was a 3DS title. Is that right? Yeah, it was on uh, PlayStation. Maybe it's coming to Switch. That's very exciting. It was 3DS in Japan only. And oh no, Fortnite. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the 3DS version was worldwide. Was uh, in the West as well. Oh, okay. The Switch version was only Japan. And now it's coming US yeah. in- yep. enabled. Uh, oh, that's right. Because Danny has it, but it's like Japanese only. Yeah. Um, Fortnite next big limited event will and is featuring Marvel villain Thanos from Infinity War and the rest of the Marvel Universe. Uh, according to Entertainment Weekly, the new gameplay mode will still feature 100 people vying for the number one spot, but there's also an Infinity Gauntlet in play, and if you find it on the map, you turn into Thanos, and then you can start wrecking people. I think that's a limited event. I don't think that that will yeah, happen. Yeah, I think, I think it's timed forever i think it's like just because of the movie infinity war uh but it is pretty cool i haven't tried it i don't play fortnite so i'm not a huge i'm not into that world very much but i did see some gameplay it looks interesting it looks like if you get it you have a lot of fun playing as thanos and you almost inevitably win because you become like a god basically Mm -hmm. um and you don't have to use guns anymore but whatever um <laughs> frontier games announced on their official forum that they are discontinuing support for the title for mac os um the title of this game of course is elite dangerous uh which is a huge bummer because elite dangerous um was cross-platform between mac os and windows they must have discovered that their windows fan base which much higher or their I'm xbox sure, fan base which is, is a much bummer higher for you guys um but it's a shame, and it's just like, 
I recognize that you need an entire separate team to continue patching and working on devs. And I recognize that the builds are different and it, and it is basically like having two teams running on something, but it is a shame. And if you only have a Mac and you don't have windows, um, this means that you will lose support. You can still play for a long time until they cut the servers, but you have to imagine that it's coming. Um, I do recommend it on Xbox, but it's better on windows. So I guess that's a plus to know. Such a bummer. It is, yeah. Um, but Frontier Games make some cool stuff. Elite Dangerous is still a great game. I play every once in a while with my super awesome Thrustmaster. Loving it. Uh, word on the street. We've got a little rumor, and the rumor points to the possibility that SNK might be working on a new mini arcade console. Do you believe it? Yes. Oh, I do. I mean, I could see it. I feel like, I mean, Sega's jumping in, throwing their hat in this ring, too. You know, they announced not too long ago. Um, I mean, everyone's trying to do it now with the, you know, runaway success of the NES Classic and SNES Classic. Don't you mean the runaway success of the Atari Micro? Yeah, the Ouya. Basically Very the Ouya. Nice. Oh, my God. That thing bombed so quick. I still have mine. Uh, the Ouya? Yeah. You, how often? Have, when's the last time you booted it up? Did you, uh, I booted it up you... last summer just because I wanted to see if the store was still active, and it is somehow. Did you slam a bunch of emulators on it? I did. That's because it's basically the Android store, dude. That's Google Play. Yeah, I know. It, yeah. I mean, it's it, it would make a decent little, like, if, if anyone really wants one for, like, a little media center player, it would make a good one of those. But at that point, I would just tell you, hey, why don't you get yourself a Raspberry Pi? They're, like, 30 bucks. Yeah, get a Raspberry Pi. It's cheaper. But... And more customizable. But I feel like getting an Ouya and just siloing it with some stuff may be a little easier. It, mm. it depends on your level of technical expertise, I guess. I suppose that's true, yeah. Because this is already up and some running with like Android. Just the plug-and-play thing, which is why consoles are still a thing. You know? Some people mm-hmm. don't want to mess around with that. You don't want to mess around with, with, with and drivers and all that crap and game modes. and. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, that's all I got for the news. Do uh, do you have anything else to add, Tris? Uh, Everything good at work? Oh, yeah, it was just user error. Oh, okay, of course. When is it I not? Don't, I, don't, I don't really have anything, I don't think. Um, all right. Should I uh, take us out? Do Spend it. some me, time with the wifeys? Take me home. Um, Name my, my favorite Phil Collins song. Take me home! That's not it. That's not it. <laughs> um, so we have some people we should thank. Um, anybody who has gone onto iTunes recently and left us a nice five-star review, thank you for doing that. It means a lot to us. Uh, we really appreciate it. And um, I think there are a couple ways that you can say thank you for the content that we work on and the stuff we do. One of those ways is to leave us a nice five-star review on iTunes or tell your friends and family about us because we like doing this for the love of the game. And it's honestly, it's a solid time constraint and it, it makes a difference. But if you wanted to donate in a more uh, monetarily uh, significant way, you can go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash pixelrader uh, and sign up for a one-time donation or a ongoing donation. And there are actually some cool rewards. We have some t-shirts. We also have some merch, which you might not know about, on our website, pixelreader.com. And um, if you were lucky enough to discover our hashtag from the um, 
show notes last week. And in fact, you may notice in this episode, there are additional show notes. And last week, there are additional show notes um, that I've been writing up. If you scroll down beneath every podcast, there's a whole lot of information, including links to games that we've been talking about uh, and additional data, as well as ways that you can support our cast. Um, So definitely check that out. But there was a hash key last time. Um, (laughs) Nobody picked up on it, which is okay, but I used it like eight times. Uh, That was Shark Lovin'. Danny has still not delivered on the Shark Lovin' promise, uh, but we're going to follow up on it, make sure that she does. Uh, This week, there will be another hash key to pull out. Uh, You can find it out in the show notes below. Um, So definitely tweet us to that. And if you want to talk about these games or any other games that we have mentioned or might mention in the future, you can tweet at us at our individual handles. They are down in the description of every podcast episode. And our uh, group cast, which is at Pixel Raider on Twitter. We're probably most active there, but we do have a really awesome engaged people uh, group on Facebook and also on Instagram. And there's a whole different ways that you can get involved with us. And if you wanted to send us an email, there's an email too. I think it's podcast at pixelrader.com. We want to hear from you. Uh, did I miss anything, guys? I don't think so. Uh, who, was the, who was your guy that uh, us, left us a nice review last time? Let me pull them up. I'm going to shout them out for doing that. Fungal Haife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Fungal Haife. Uh, Clutchcast, so glad I didn't burn Tron Dong's house down <laughs> while making fun of him for liking Star Fox Adventures so he could live on to be part of this. Five out of five for Will Starbait. Loved it. So, you guys want to hear a story? That's yeah, exactly sure. what I want. Yes, I need some context so for this. So, this was circa 2002, <laughs> 2003. I must have been. <laughs> I must have been seventh grade, mm-hmm. um, and I had erroneously rented Star Fox Adventures from my local video store. Mm-hmm. I was trying to convince myself it was good, and in the process trying to convince my friend Tyler it was also good, who was over at my house. Now, my friends and I grew up with the kind of relationship where if we're at each other's house, you just you get food when you're hungry, right? Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. Um, you don't ask, you just go get food. So my bud Tyler decides he wants some Pop-Tarts. Not only does he want these Pop-Tarts, he wants them toasted. He wants them bad. Now, I didn't have, a, I didn't have like a slot-timed Pop toaster. I had a toaster oven. Oh, um, yeah. He put the... Why stop it warm? Right, exactly. Let's go to nuclear. <laughs> yeah. So he puts these, <laughs> uh, I believe they were cherry Pop-Tarts, into the toaster oven. Oh, um, no. And rather than set a timer, he leaves it on stay on. Hell yes. And then proceeds to come back and watch me play Star Fox Adventure. Now, like five, maybe ten minutes later, he goes, apparently remembers that he's making the food. Because <laughs> I didn't know he was making the food. And he goes back in there. And he's just standing there, looking. And he's like, dude, you need to come see this. And I'm like, what? He's come here. You need to see this. <laughs> and so I get up and I walk over. And these Pop-Tarts in the toaster oven are on fire. <laughs> like not burning they are on fire in, engulfed in flames oh my god um jeez the, the happenings after that were a you little started bit of a you blur. started making a pop tart sun there there was there was a cup of water involved there was struggling to unplug the toaster oven there was throwing the toaster oven outside onto my lawn oh, there dear. was my dad coming home from like the lumber store or something because this was like a saturday morning seeing the toaster oven on the lawn with charred Pop-Tarts next to it, <laughs> not even asking what's happening, just shrugging and sighing and going inside. 
This is and what my kids do. This is just apparently what kids do. Thanks for not burning down the house. Oh my gosh. Um, that was an experience. Well, uh, I'm appreciative about the fact that you did not die and are now here for our cast. Yeah. Same. Um, Thank you, Tyler, so, for not burning my house down. Thanks to Tyler for not burning the house down. Thanks to Tristan for making it to the cast. Um, and thank you to our listeners for being out there and listening to us every week and supporting us in these ways. It really means a lot uh, that you keep doing it, keep coming back. Episode 114 is insane to me that we've been doing this for 114, but I feel so at home doing it, and I'm happy that we're still here. You think we ever make it to quadruple digits? I bet we could do it. I bet we could do it, but it might be a totally different cast by that point. By that time, it'll just be... It'll just be us shit posting at each other all the time. One of us will actually have died by that point. Oh my god! Really me. Actually, it's a long time. Wow, super dark. On that note, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for your time. We will see you in the next episode, 115, all about shark loving, where Danny has officially played the shark dating simulator and report all about how good it is. So you heard it here first, folks hold him to it tweet at danny rivera and uh let her know that you're ready to see that because i'm ready to see that okay 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 bye <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>